listening to Sugar House Sound. The Utah Local Music Podcast Series is brought to you with the help of SNS Presents and Kilby Court, Salt Lake's longest-running all-ages concert venue. See their full calendar of upcoming touring and local artists at kilbycourt.com and theurbanloungeslc.com. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Local Band Podcast Series. I'm your host, Nicole Gamble, and I'm joined with my fellow co-host, Jessica Hunky. Recently, we sat down with two members from the Anchorage, an alternative ska band from the Salt Lake City area. We asked them about their music, experiences, and advice they have for new artists. We started out by asking what they like to write about. My name is Derek. I play guitar. I sing. And I'm Jason. I'm the drummer. I used to be in this junior high school band called Back in Five, and we played very cheesy ska. One song was about a manatee and a love affair with it. And then Jason filled in for us one day because everything was falling apart, you know. But after rehearsal one night, we were like, hey, we kind of want to do something serious, you know. Let's write a song, and we did, and then... Jason gave me a call and he's like, oh, let's find a bass player, let's find someone to sing. And we're like, oh, yeah, sweet. So that's kind of where it started. Yeah, and pretty much like that that first rehearsal, we, we ended up uh, actually writing our first song. Um, just me and him kind of cranked it out in a matter of minutes and it was just, we liked exactly what we had. And we're like, let's, let's make more of this. And so um, after we found other people for the band um, and just kind of, brought a bunch of friends together that had all played instruments and various other projects and stuff we started writing and at that time Derek was actually just going to play guitar for us he wasn't going to be our singer um we were just he was playing guitar I was playing drums and uh we ended up recording like a little four song uh demo with no vocals um it was just instrumental um and uh, I I tracked it for us and then we were going to use that to find ourselves a singer and we ended up trying out a bunch of different people and nothing really worked out for us and so we ended up uh, just one day we were at a show and I ran into one of my old friends from high school that also uh, he played guitar and played keys and stuff and um, we were thinking about it and we, we wanted a keyboard player and and we and we knew he was a good keyboard player and good guitarist and he could even do like backing vocals and stuff and so we were like alright you know what let's just forget this singer search Derek can be our singer and then we'll we'll have uh, we'll have Scotty who's our former guitarist uh, play guitar and keys with us and so after that we ended up recording vocals for that and played our first show and then recorded our first album a couple months later and then um just kind of from there we played a whole crap load of shows and eventually lost or scotty ended up quitting and um our bass player ended up leaving as well and we found new members and continued on and here we are after our second album but yeah it's always been kind of just thematic like our, our first album, the one that I had written most of the vocals to, attended like I, I was in a crappier place, I guess, at the time when it, when we had written it, and a lot of the music was about loss and frustration. Like that was basically every single song's theme was some form of loss or some form of frustration with something that was going on. And then when Derek took over writing, it's it's changed, but it's still kind of the same style of writing, I guess you could say. I went through something similar as you did, you know. Mm-hmm. I had some like long-term relationship issues, so that made its way into the music, but the album's themed regrow, so a lot of it has to do with getting over that, like realizing, oh, it's really good when you find out something like that doesn't work out, so you can move on and all that cool stuff, and 
We did collaborate pretty well on a few songs we wrote stereotype together. Like we had the song that sounds like like really gross, you know. What what does it make you feel like? And Jason's like, well, I definitely don't feel good about it, you know. Let's write something that's like more of a serious topic. And so he brought up stereotyping, and so that's where stereotype came from. And I would sing a melody with some lyrics, and he'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. Okay, let's move on. Let's write another line. We did that with say goodbye. We asked them if they've had any crazy performing experiences. We've had some some crazy shows. Like, there's been little local shows that have been just absolutely insane. Where, like, for whatever reason, whether it was we were just playing on point or the crowd was just really into it at the moment, like things would just like the crowd would respond very thoroughly to it. And then there's, I mean, we had the opportunity to play some really really big shows too. Like, like a uh, not last December, but December before that, we opened for Bastille. Um, and Hello Goodbye for the X-96 Nightmare Before Xmas show. And that was, I mean, a sold-out crowd of 2,500 people. So it's kind of hard to fail at that one. I don't know. Like when, was, when you have it, it, it was, was just so awesome. Nice. That's the best way to describe it. Like yeah. <laughs> anything you do, like you have so much power on that stage where like, I mean, as a drummer, it's just my favorite thing in the world. When I can, like everything I hit, it feels like it shakes the whole room and it's just... I have something to add to that one. The Regrow release show was especially cool to see because like Jason said we didn't release most of the music there were only two songs that ever were released before we played them but we did release the album like three or four days before the show and I remember looking out into the crowd and seeing this guy sing all of the lyrics for a song called Growing Apart just blew my mind he knew all the lyrics within a few days you know we need more crowd surfing though (laughs) <laughs> more crowd surfing. <laughs> to the fans or friends listening, please crowd surf more. We asked them which venues are their favorite to play at. Oh, Kilby. Yeah, Kilby. Kilby's the hometown. Right That's there. Fun. That little court. It's sweet. We've also had a lot of love from Vegas. Like, we've gotten to play in Vegas a bunch lately, and it's been it's been really cool. Um, kind of our brother band of sorts from down there, Be Like Max, they've... We've traded off shows with them a lot, and, and I mean, we, we got to play with them um, a few months back uh, in the Hard Rock Cafe, and it was it a was really, really fun show. Like, just to just to be able to go to another place and actually still see people dancing to our music and, and enjoying it, I don't know, it's kind of fun, but, but hometown for sure, Kilby, definitely. We asked them if they had any advice for musicians starting their music careers. You have to appreciate your music whether or not people show up because it doesn't necessarily mean it's your fault if people don't show up there's there's been shows we've had that should have been amazing turnouts and just nobody came time was bad day or i don't know if it's just a bad day or everybody was poor that week or what i don't know but it happens and it doesn't it's not necessarily speaking against your music but you don't want to leave the the few people that came with a crappy experience just because not many other people came and, and you'd be surprised too how how much those very few person crowds can actually mean like I mean how much that that show can mean to them like if you still put on a good show I mean I can remember one of my favorite shows I've been to which is it, it was such a weird experience I went to see this uh, this band that they, they were their drummer was a good friend of mine um, 
and they they had kind of given up all their jobs and started touring and stuff and and they they played a show just hometown salt lake city show and literally nobody showed up except for me like they the the previous band that was supposed to open for them even didn't show up so it was literally just them and me and the sound guy and they still played that show every single song played it to me and then like took my in, like the the whole time they were like what do you want to hear next and like they were just so into it and that like that gave me the biggest impression i've ever had like from a band where i i did not leave that show disappointed like they it wasn't just like oh this was boring i was the only person here like it was really awesome and it it, it takes a lot to to be able to mentally do that as a band but i mean it's 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 something to strive for at the very least like if even if nobody shows up still play like that it's something that's really big if you'd like to see the Anchorage live, they will be performing at Kilby Court on December 30th. You can purchase tickets at kilbycourt.com. To follow them on social media or listen to their music, we've placed links in the description to their website, Facebook, and Twitter. Jessica and I would like to thank you for listening to our podcast series. Stay tuned for the song Stereotype by the Anchorage. There was a day when someone just